The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! How did this fly get in there? Somebody got a fly swatter? Uh, it was a shot of Prairie Jesus is really what it was. It was. You'd think we, we'd be getting used to it, but it would, we, we never get used to it. We never get tired of good things happen. This life doesn't get old. No. It was a nice little distraction from the real world, and here we are today for a coffee session. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Uh, wow. Jamie will be right with you. There, it's We're on fire today. Trying to, we thought there was going to be good CFL news today. Found out that was fake news. This insider stuff, this insider reporting is not for the faint of heart, okay? It's not for wussies. And we found out about half an hour ago that the Canadian Junior Hockey League has, has confirmed my scoop that the BC Junior Hockey League, the BCHL, has notified them of their intent to separate from the Canadian Junior League umbrella. So there's that. Um, we're talking about the CFL and how MLSC is wagging the dog and they'll decide where the CFL is going. Jeff, the Stamps fan, we were talking about conglomerates, community-run boards. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I could care less if the board member of the Stampeders is the CFL or not. It's not relevant to the business. I blew up, told him he's out of touch. He has written back in, said, I stand by what I say. So you're out of touch and stubborn. Yeah, a dreadful combination. But you know what? I deal with guys like you all the time. Look, there's guys you don't know like what you're talking boards. about, and I'm done arguing about it. There's guys like that on the CFL boards. You've got to realize that. They're, they're not. They don't know the product, and they don't love the product, yet they're running the product. Right. That is scary as hell, and that's you don't think that's a problem. That's how we got in this mess. Yep. So anyways, <clears throat> I'm going to bring Jamie Lees in now. From Craft Hockeyville Lumsden. Hi, Jamie. How you doing? Hi. Good. How are you? You stepped in on a hot day here today, so thanks. Thanks for the time. I'd rather talk about Craft Hockeyville, by the way, which the voting is now officially open and it's going to be running all day long. And uh, I'm going to ask you some things about Lumsden and your hockey facility. But first, uh, what what is your pitch for those to vote for Lumsden in 2021 Craft Hockeyville? Uh, the biggest thing that we're focused on right now is that Saskatchewan has never won this before. So this is the 15th year of Craft Hockeyville, and we really want to bring it home. We want to be the first one to actually do this. Yeah, it's pretty simple to go to crafthockeyville.ca and just vote for Lumsden. There's not much more needs to be said than that. But when I saw that, 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 that it came out and Lumsden was up for it, obviously I love Lumsden. The last time I was there, I walked out of the gas station, looked at those fir trees in the valley. I'm like, I feel like I'm in B.C. Lynch, it's a very small smidgen of British Columbia yeah, well in the Lumsden Valley. Very well put. As you know. But assuming you win, Jamie, what will the funds go towards? 
So if we win, we get that $250,000 grand prize, which is huge. And we're really focused on trying to develop our female hockey program right now and uh, expand the facility itself to make some more change rooms and give them the space that they need. Yes. Well, and that's the thing is it is a beautiful hockey facility. Regina Pats have had training camp out there. We played games out there when I was with the team. It's a wonderful rink, but I'm guessing... It's only been 25 years since I've been there. Like, is there some <laughs> upgrades that could be used on the rink, too, with this quarter million dollars? Yeah, no comment on your age, but it is definitely <laughs> a facility that is getting older. <laughs> so we definitely, yeah, with between the roof and the ice plant and the change room, there's always something we can put that money towards. Yeah, that's funny because... Uh... I remember when you got new boards in glass, but now I'm realizing, oh, my God, Brian Mulrooney was the prime minister back then. Lynch, take it away. I'm, I'm burying myself here. Jamie, uh, good to see you again. I've been out there the last couple of years with my grandson playing uh, in that Regina League, eh? Regina Boys League. Uh, I thought the rink was a great link, but what got me was the spirit of all the people and the fans and the stands there. You're really into it out there. People really care, don't they? And that's why I... it's, it's got to happen now. Is it just a straight vote? Is, is, do the McLean those guys have any decision to Ron make? Ron McLean, no. Ron McLean, is it just a straight vote that make is a decision made on? The if you wins? could influence them, that would be good. But uh, no, it's just <laughs> voting, voting nonstop from now until it's three p.m. Saskatchewan time is when we can vote for. So thirty-two hours straight, we're voting. Oh wow, Jimmy, I forgive me for bringing it up, but who is your competition in craft hockeyville this year? Uh, I don't. Do we have competition? I think. Okay, it was good. Just a it was a dumb question, anyways. It was a dumb question. Thank you. <laughs> so we're that? asking anybody across Western Canada or outside of those other venues to vote for Saskatchewan. We've never won it before, and now's the time. Uh, Jamie, I think that's all we have. Is there anything that you'd like to mention to our viewers before we let you go? Just get onto that website, crafthockeyville.ca, and vote as many times as you can for Lumps in Saskatchewan. Thanks for having me, guys. You bet. Good luck. We'll bring you back on when you win. When's it announced? When is it announced? So tomorrow night at uh, between 5.30 and 6 Saskatchewan time, we'll be on Sportsnet on Hockey Night in Canada. We'll be via Zoom again. That will be right from this house. That's why I got all these nice decorations here. Oh, ready for the party. All right, we'll be watching Hockey Night in Canada. Thanks. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. <laughs> you too. All right, everybody, you're at home. Your stay-at-home orders. Go to crafthockeyville.ca and vote for Lumsden. That and makes me madder than ever. Multiple times. It makes you mad? 15 years they, ever, they haven't won. They've been at, and working hard at it. I know. And I believe there's a trader, <laughs> inside trader working out there, but uh, a lot of influence inside that makes the final decision. Yeah. I hate to say that, but that's what No, you... I, I prefer to believe that it is a pure vote and everything's on the up and up. Can't speak for this guy, but just please go do it for Saskatchewan and Lumsden and let's win this thing for the first time. Randolph Zora watching on Facebook says, Fun Friday is in full steam. Well, it was supposed to be Flame Tech Football Friday, and it is, but out of the blue, Tory Gurley, uh, well, he bailed on us last hour, but he's got an excuse, his best friend killed himself, Philip Adams, the former NFLer, was involved with a mass murder in South Carolina this week. I can't believe it. Ryan McCarthy watching in Albany, New York. You got my vote. Saskatchewan versus the world. <laughs> I guess so. For our, for our Manitoba viewers, by the way, because I don't want to turn them off, Don Muir in Winnipeg says, uh, St. Adolph, Manitoba, is in the running. May the best town win. Hey, I'm all for that, too. Obviously, I'm all for that. From the Cannons and Tomahawks podcast. That's a wonderful Columbus Blue Jackets podcast. Lynch, they're watching right now. They said, Ryan and I, Alex, will help you out. You've got our votes. <laughs> Good. This is just wonderful publicity for Kraft, Rogers Sportsnet, what they're doing for communities across this country. There is. I'm getting a little tired of losing. I'm not going to lie. But what are you going to do? It's not rigged. Lynch wants... You're not... What are you, Donald Trump all of a sudden? You hate Trump. I don't surprise him. <laughs> Stacy Champagne, watching from Access Now Television, says, Carpal Tunnel Mode Engaged. I'm voting for Lumsden. It's not just singular vote. Like, just sit there and bang it. 
for goodness sake. Oh. By the way, Jeff, the Stamps fan, I appreciate you. Because he's laughing. He goes, then stop arguing and stop bringing it up about these community boards, corporate boards. Uh, Glenn Erickson's watching in Medicine Hat. He says, quoting me, he says, they don't know the product and they don't love the product, yet they're running the product. Oh, Jeez, well sounds like the federal liberal party. <laughs> we, my God, you're not supposed to talk about religion or politics. And today, Lynch, we've talked about both. <laughs> it's been quite <laughs> ad nauseum. It's a day we won't forget. Well, and by the way, Ken in Saskatoon's watching. He says, tough day for a sports show. I, for one, appreciate your opinion on sports and other items. I'm adult enough to think critically about your views and determine how they fit into my worldview. See, this is the whole thing. Thank you, Ken, for being mature enough to take that line of thinking. Because I believe in God and have turned my life over, I'm not telling you to do that. This is what's worked very well for me. But maybe it doesn't work for you. You have your own opinions. My God. I've stopped talking politics. That is unwinnable, Lynch. Oh, tell me about it. And we very rarely talk religion. But if for people that are having a tough time, you might want to look at this because it's helped me. That's all that I'm saying. From Devon in Regina. Last March, classic line from John Frenzy. If there is no CFL, there will be murders, suicides, and divorces. Well, Lynch, two out of three are bad. But, man, you can always get another wife. <laughs> Who's that guy, anyway? <laughs> Devin, he said, get this league back on the field. There was a coach in the CFL who will remain nameless. He'd been married a few times. And I just said to him, man, you got to stop going through divorces. And he goes, I love football more. There's only one football. You can always get another wife. I know. How about that? How about that? I know a couple. Of I know, right? Uh, where is... Uh, can you put the comment up from Sean at Game Plus? He's watching guys in downtown Toronto. If I can find it. Where the heck is it? You got it? Where's it? From Sean McCormick, director of production programming. One of the two. Maybe both. At Game Plus in downtown Toronto. I see Moose on the table next to John. Dupes has never looked better. <laughs> Have a great weekend, RP team. Same to you, Sean. And as I always say on Friday, looking forward to seeing what movies you're watching and beer you're drinking. Sean McCormick from Game Plus Television. You know we're on national television, right, Lynch? Yep. 31 provinces and, uh, sorry, 31 states and 10 provinces. You're getting it a lot, aren't you? Enjoying it. DG in Saskatoon writes, Morning, guys. When I grow up, I want to love something as much as a certain Alberta Junior Hockey League insider loves the delete button on Twitter today. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> he says, like a good magician, his tweets saying the BCHL wouldn't leave have disappeared. <laughs> Who's he talking about? <laughs> Clark doesn't want to tell me. <laughs> I've been wrong before. I know how it feels. I, I can't remember the exact date when that happened. From Jim Wagner. Morning, RP Nation. Saskatchewan strong. Let's do this for Lumsden. Take care, all. Enjoy your weekend. Oh, yeah. Let's that do was it. simple. Let's do it for sure. Simple and nice. Get out. Get out and... Press that. And, and by the way, that's the thing with this, the CFL stuff that I'm reporting. I, I didn't even tell Lynch in the car. Remember we were driving out of Tim Hortons this morning? Yeah, that's out out of the drive-thru. I, I, I haven't forgotten that. No, I know. And this guy said to me on the phone yesterday, he goes, if you don't drop any hints whatsoever, my identity, I'll tell you everything that's going on. And I said, deal. So... There's people that know infinitely what's going on in the future of the Canadian Football League, and they're calling me because they don't like what's going on in the Canadian Football League. So I know what's going on. I'm not reporting everything that I know. I'm reporting enough. And with regards to the 2021 season and beyond, this whole thing's going to be blown up. 
And thank God, John, you've been through a lot of things in your life, and I've been through a lot of things in your life, in my life, your life. (laughs) When Calvin McCarty comes out and rips the media and insiders and gurus for your thinking, I I don't know, was he referring to me? Because I didn't take it as a shot at me. But people are saying, no, 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 Calvin McCarty, no, that was at you. Because you think you know what's best for the CFL. I said, I don't care. I'm reporting where it's going. And what I think will be the future of the CFL strongest is a merger with the XFL. And so, by the way, does MLSE, clearly. Because they're pushing this. So for Calvin McCarty, I love the guy. I'd like to say we're friends. We're Facebook friends. Doesn't that mean a lot, guys? Sometimes I can take it. Sometimes he's into yes. I can take it. Not too smart. If you think... That I don't know what I'm talking about. Because I know that I do. Now, Lynch just dropped the NTS, not too smart, and that's not fair. What about Kelvin? Yeah. He's a very smart guy. Played at Western Washington. Uh, long time, Great Cup champion, really good football player. Lynch, you don't know him. I- I'd like to say that I know him. I can handle his opinion that he doesn't agree with what I'm having to say. But I say, I'll survive. Because the voice on the other end of the phone that I talked to yesterday... Knows. He knows. CFL's changing, y'all. You better get used to it. From the raging Dolphins maniac. He says, hi, everybody, from Rochester, New York. Home of the AHL's legendary Rochester Americans. Best uniforms in professional hockey. They are good, but I got to be honest, Raging Dolphins Maniac, you can't go wrong with red, white, and blue. You cannot go wrong with red, white, and blue. It's a legendary team, wasn't it? It's the Rochester Americans. Don Cherry played there. Yep. Donald S. Cherry. You know all about the Rochester Americans, and I appreciate you watching. But by the way, in the time we have left here, which is a couple minutes, and we're going to bring in Dave Soupy Campbell, uh, the Eskimo, <laughs> ding, Edmonton, color commentator. When people say, oh, if they chop the number of Canadians in the CFL and lower the ratio to three, there goes the Canadian in Canadian Football League. The dude's writing from Rochester, New York, where they have an American Hockey League team. It's not vastly made up of Americans. Very interesting. It's never been vastly made up of Americans. The league resides in America. Hence the name. Where do people get off saying why the Canadian Football League's called what it is? And am I wrong, though, John, because no. you've been following this league since 1948? Why can't the CFL be the football version of the American Hockey League? I, I've always thought that. Is that an unrealistic? Because too much inconsistency at the top. Really? No. It doesn't have the profile. The AHL doesn't have the profile of the Canadian Football League. No. But been there for, it's been there forever. And they get good crowds. And fans support them like you wouldn't believe. Big thing in Rochester. And other, and other great markets. Yeah. Syracuse. Okay. Anyways, we'll be back with more, okay? And Dave Soupy Campbell coming up from the Edmonton football team radio broadcast crew. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of The Rod Peterson Show. All right, getting all hung up in my earpiece here again. Um, John Frenzy's here. Dave Soupy Campbell coming up. I'm going to try and get through some of our business now, Clark, okay? Uh, we have a new sponsor here, Dirk Fitness. We're announcing the winner of a gym membership giveaway today. Get fit now. Dirk Fitness in Moose Jaw has an exciting offer this weekend. It's this weekend. All sign-up fees are waived. Your first month is free, and you'll be signed up to win a free year membership. Visit DirkFitness.ca for more information. This is in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, where we're very big, John. I know that. And you can work out there, believe right. it or not. You you're legally can. Good. The winner is Chris Nancaro. How did he win, Clark? Did he have to retweet or something or answer a question? 
We had a Facebook call. There he is, Chris Nancaro. Go give him a follow. He looks pretty good. You're going to Dirk Fitness with a free membership in Moose Jaw, and we appreciate them for coming on board. Dirk Fitness in Moose Jaw, by the way, is our business of the week. How about that, Clark? How about that? (laughs) (laughs) We just dropped it. Dirk Fitness in Moose Jaw. Again, free membership all this weekend. They're waiving fees. Go to dirksfitness.ca and free membership for a month. Dirk Fitness in Moose Jaw. Their website is dirkfitness.ca. And by the way, MySask411 is the app powered by Direct West. They're here somewhere in the mess. My Direct West water bottle. Download the app. It's like a phone book on your phone, and it's right on my main screen here. Honorable mention for Business of the Week to Subway because they're sponsoring the entire Western Hockey League hub center here in Regina. So I typed Subway into the MySAS 411 app. I got like 47 of them, guys. <laughs> so Subway's a very big sponsor and supporter of MySAS business. But the business of the week is Dirk Fitness. Now, to curling, John, your wife is just hardcore into this, eh? Uh, right. right. Well, she doesn't like Botcher, you told me. Oh, no, but she's getting to like him now because he's coming back. He uh, really blew a couple of games at the end, there, at the end of the year, right before, before the final, final two. And then he came back last night big time. So uh, I think it's going to be quite interesting. I can't get over how good the European teams can curl. I know, eh? Unbelievable. What's going on? Well, and I, I got my curling report here, but there's a couple of comments that I want to answer from our viewers because this is interactive TV that we do every day. Darren Thompson said, is there a replay of the Kachuk elbow on Wheeler? I missed it. Darren, are you on Twitter? Just go to Twitter, type in Wheeler Kachuk elbow, search, click on videos. It'll come up. (laughs) I had it with less than 20 seconds the other day. And by the way, it wasn't a bad elbow. And I would be the very first guy to jump on Brady Kachuk if he deserved it. Did you see it, Lynch? Yep. He literally had his elbow up. And Wheeler ran into the back of his elbow from behind. Okay. I literally think he didn't mean to do it. Uh, but I'm telling you, I think Keith Kachuk sent his kids to the WWE school in Orlando. Yep. <laughs> to teach them how to get away with dirty tactics that you can't really tell if they mean to do it or not. They're the kings of it. <laughs> yeah, I buy that. Oh, I thought he meant, I thought he meant to do it. Looked pretty you did, direct. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, man, he sold it incredibly well then. It reminded me of the New Orleans Saints getting that big hit in the playoff game three years ago, right in the sideline. And they didn't the call it. The pass interference? Yeah, the pass interference. And they didn't call it. I mean, it was as blatant as that. As far oh, as I, I see what you're saying. Blatant as that. A phantom non-call is right. what you're saying. Phantom non-call, yeah. Brendan Botcher ensured Canada will compete in men's curling at the next Winter Olympics and also clinched a playoff berth at the World Curling Championship Thursday. Botcher down Norway's Stefan Wallstead 6-4 in a pivotal game for the host country in Calgary. Canada avoided both a third straight loss and putting its playoff hopes in the hands of other teams with the win over the Norwegians. The top six teams in the conclusion of the preliminary round this afternoon remain in contention for a world title and qualify their countries in men's curling for the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. The rest of the Olympic field will be determined in a December qualifying tournament. The top two seeds in the preliminary round earn buys to Saturday's semifinals. Sergei Glukov's Russian Curling Federation team and Sweden's Nicholas Eden locked down those semifinal berths with 10-2 records Thursday. I'm going to be honest with you. I am hella confused with what's going on with men's curling right now. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. Like I have, I am, this is... I might as well be reading Greek to you. Yeah. Well, the uh, reigning Olympic champion John Schuster of the United States earned a playoff spot with a 9-3 record, as did Canada's Botcher and Scotland's Bruce Mowat. They're all eight and four. Norway and Switzerland's Peter de Cruz. Norway and Switzerland's Peter de Cruz, both at seven and five, remained in contention for the sixth and final playoff berth. Canada caps the round robin against Germany four and eight today. The Curling Report is brought to you by Verge Agriculture, helping farmers plan and optimize their operations across every field. Try Verge's Precision Farm Tech software for free today at vergeag.com. Like I get the round robin, I have no problem with. Once you get into championship weekend, I you lost me. Well, the guy, I don't mind saying I'm stupid because I can't follow there, it. A couple of those people there worked on the NFL plans with you. 
playoff plans this year in the National Football League playoff plans this year. Revised playoff plans, which were very, very confusing. Who told you that? Which were very, very confusing. Who told you that? Bobby Genson. Do you know him from... Uh, from Rolo? At, yep, from Rolo, no, no, from Atlas Sports in Toronto. Wow, you're connected, Lynch. Yeah. Which uh, you well know. Uh, last night, I'm sitting at home after supper, and I'm trying to decide what to watch. This is another problem the CFL faces that it, like, right now I don't even think they're thinking about. Here were my options, John. Blue Jays, Frozen Four Hockey, the NCAA Men's Hockey Semifinals. Uh, NHL, obviously, I could have watched the Oilers, Jets, Oilers or Jets, because we're in the TV region for both. And what was the fourth option? Because I did, oh, Masters coverage. I watched the Blue Jays. I settled on the Blue Jays. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I just felt good to watch the Blue Jays. But you know what rang in my mind? What? I'm sick of having to tune in Toronto home games and have them be in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> that's unbelievable. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And that's still the same way. Oh, it's not changing. No. It's not changing anytime soon. No. We got quite a bit of time here in this segment. Uh, is he able to come on now? Okay. If he's okay with that. Soupy, we're going to bring you on for the rest of this segment and the next, if that's okay. Dave Campbell. 6.30, Chad, Edmonton football team color commentator. We're here, uh, Dave, with John Frenzy, Hall of Fame rough. Well, you don't need any introduction to him. I'm just saying Hall of Fame. Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, Rough Riders broadcaster. <laughs> Same with you. Hey? <laughs> Same with you. Uh, that's, well, I know that. Yes, of course. Hey, you've been on the XFL Mark podcast. Your fate, dare I say, hangs in the balance of what's going on with the Canadian Football League right now. And I, can you speak for a lot of CFL people? And I'm sensing some frustration with from you right now with where we sit a month out from when training camp should start. Yeah, and it was, what, a month ago that we found out the CFL and the XFL were talking? What was Randy Ambrosi's uh, famous quote now? We're talking about talking, which is actually underselling it very, very severely. Um, and yeah, look, here's where I sit on this. Here's what I sit on this, or where I sit on this. Um, it's all well and good to, to have these discussions because I'm, you know, I, I'm in your, your camp, Rod, when it comes to the current state of the CFL is worrisome. And, if you know, I, I think about what if we didn't have a COVID-19 pandemic? How far down the line could the CFL have survived if there wasn't a pandemic, because we know that they, they weren't trending in the in the raw, in, in the right direction. Um, I've always said they're kind of dying a slow death here if they don't change things, but this has really accelerated how bad things are right now. So the XFL CFL talks are you know it's fine with me if you want to explore options um, to try and make your business better. But for God's sakes, we got a season to think about here in 2021. We can't have two missed seasons here. And I'm not suggesting necessarily that the CFL has just said, oh, we, we're not focused on a 2021 season. I know that's not true. What, what's been unfortunate is the over-speculation with this possible partnership or merger. And I think it's it's been a lot of noise that has taken away from what the real issue is in, in, in the short term is you got to get back on the field. There are players that haven't been paid a single dime from the CFL uh, from playing a game since 2019, there's there's people that have lost their jobs that would like their jobs back, and not everyone's going to have their jobs back. So uh, I'm a little concerned right now, just uh, kind of where we're going uh, as far as the uh, you know the trajectory of the league uh, from a long term perspective. Uh, we'll see where these talks go, but uh, you know, in, in the short term, we got to get back on the field, and that's what I think that's got to be on the front burner right now. And you can still talk about you know, what we, what we uh, see a, a partnership with the XFL or a partnership with Dwayne Johnson and, and Danny Garcia with Redbird Capital. You can still do that, but my gosh, I, like, I got this really big uh, nervous twitch in my stomach. My butterflies are flying when I think about, can you imagine us not playing in 2021? I, I, I just can't. Uh, like, it, it, just scares, it just scares the heck out of me. By the way, Larry Dye in Medicine Hat's watching. He says, that's a diehard EE fan when you paint the walls and trim green and yellow. He's a color commentator, Larry. Well, <laughs> obviously a fan, too. But do you see why, Dave, that tweet of Naylor's yesterday, whom I have the utmost respect for, and Dave knows that, 
just sent me off the mm-hmm. roof yesterday because I'm like, listen, you can't wiggle out now, right? You got the trucks, yeah. crux of what I was saying yesterday. I was very annoyed by that stance. When you're asking teams to spend to the cap floor, when you're cutting five hundred thousand to six hundred thousand dollars, and by my math, what that's about what a four million dollar haircut across the board, maybe a bit more, maybe a bit less, I don't know. And then the league office has been trimmed so severely, the offices around the uh, and the staffs around the CFL have been trimmed so severely, and then you have teams that are actually signing players and handing out signing bonuses, not a lot, but. You, we, we have seen it. I mean, we're positioning ourselves to try and play here. And then just to have the suggestion that, oh, it may not happen now because of the, the fans in the stands issue, which I understand is an issue. But we've also had a couple of presidents, and I, and I mentioned in a, in a response to Dave that we had Rick Lawlisher of the BC Lions, the president, saying maybe we play one, two games without fans to appease health authorities, and then we get the go-ahead to have fans in the stands, but I, you know, and, and what concerns me, and it's not necessarily Dave's reporting at all. It's just that no. Dave hears that from someone, right? He hears it from someone that's telling him that. And if that's what the attitude or the, or the uh, sentiment w- is with some within the league, that's worrisome. And Rod, you, you know, frenzy, you know, I know this is a tricky league because yes, you have only nine teams, but you have nine agendas. You have three teams that are community-owned, the Edmonton football team, the Bombers, the Riders. You have three teams that are owned by a group, the uh, Calgary Stampeders with the Flames, uh, OSEG with the Red Blacks, and MLSC, who's stirring the whole thing, in my opinion, too, um, in, in Toronto. And then you have single ownership in the other in the other markets. So you have nine agendas and three different ownership structures. And we know on the prairies here, we want to play, but does everyone else want to play, you know, under the current conditions? And we have to find out. I still believe we're going to have a season. Um, I just, you know, it's not, it's a question of when instead of, uh, you know, will we have a season? But that's hard to navigate to. And I, and look, and I don't envy the league's position here. You know, you, you hear the vaccine talk, so much talk about vaccines when the, you know, the vaccine rollout, because they're so dependent on having butts in the seats. But, you know, what if that doesn't happen as quick as we think? I mean, now we're hearing by June, maybe everyone can get a shot. Great. If that happens, then that should open the doors a little bit quicker. Dave, but you're you know, a broadcaster. We're navigating tough waters here. You're a broadcaster, yep. so I don't think you, you would mind sitting. Can you wait four minutes and can I bring you back after the break? Absolutely. Yeah, just to continue. Frenzy's. Frenzy's going to leave. So you want to say goodbye, Frenzy? Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, Dave, let's keep our fingers crossed. Uh, you think it's going to happen. Hey, we're gonna John, be, we got to go. Goodbye. Be we'll be right back with Dave Campbell on Game Plus and RodPeterson.com. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Just ahead of jumping back in with Dave Campbell, I will say the Canadian Junior Hockey League today tweeting from their account, confirming our report from a few weeks ago that the BC Hockey League has notified them of their intention to separate from the Canadian Junior A governing body and form their own league. So that's going down today. And regarding the CFL, we were teased this morning that there was going to be a very positive announcement coming up. It doesn't matter now who tweeted it, but it was been deleted. And there's no positive announcement coming up today with the Canadian Football League. So Hussey's Huddle is a podcast, football podcast, obviously, Hussey's Huddle. And he writes, it will, all, it will all be up to the owners to show just how much they love the CFL. It would be nice if they indicated just how many fans it would take for them to operate. And let's bring Dave Campbell in from the 630 Chad Edmonton football team radio crew on that. My point, by the way, Dave, just to clarify, is that they should be saying, I think, we can't play with, with fans. It's not going to happen. So we're going to bite the bullet. As Larry Smith said, his term, we're going to have to bite the bullet and play without fans for the good of the league and for the players and the staff. That's what I'm hoping to hear them say, Dave. Does that seem realistic to you, or is that just not going to happen? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think 
if if they do play without fans, that they don't that they they want to do it for a very short time, you know, one, two, three games. Like for example, let's say camps open in July, uh, the games start in August. Could they go for an, an entire month and play? You know, each team plays a couple home games, maybe one plays three. I don't know. Um, would they be willing to do that? And then for the rest of the way. Uh, be able to have some sort of limited attendance, you know, uh, whether it's 20%, whether it's 25, 35, I don't know what it would look like. And I think that's the question that has to be answered is, is if you want to play a full 18 games, which I think is not going to happen, I think it's very unlikely. Um, but even if you want to play 16, 14, 12, heck, even eight or nine, and you have to play without fans, are you willing to do that? Uh, you know, and, and I know, Rod, it's not like there isn't money within the CFL. It's just it's hard to make money in the CFL. But we have groups like MLSE, who their worth is $5 billion. They have money. The OSEG has, you know, it's over, you know, $1.5 billion. We know that David Braley left a whole bunch of money for the Lions to operate over the next few years. Planes have money. I mean, Murray Edwards is a very rich man. Um, and there's, there's money within the league and I know it's, it's a struggle to make money, but you know, I go back to last August where if it was going to only going to cost you 30 or $30 million to play a six game season within a bubble in Winnipeg. And I know things got a little hairy there with the, with the cases with COVID, but if that's all it cost you, then why, why, why didn't you pay the money? Because I well, think like, the exposure yeah. is this league not worth that is what you're saying. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's that's my question right now. And and look, I think the sentiment within the CFL is they want to play. So if you want to play, you got to find ways to play. And I do think that is going on. But if there's the attitudes within the league of dragging the feet and going, oh, I don't know if I want to play. If we if we can't have the, the, the doors open to some sort of uh, attendance, then I think that's a problem. And you know, the, the problem with the league, and we talk about the relationship between the players and, 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 and owners and league being difficult, it's been difficult within the, the Board of Governors uh, Department as well because you can't have nine, uh, nine teams agree on anything. And there's always one or two dissenting voices, one or two voices or, you know, three voices that say, well, I, I think it should be this way and, and that way, and here we are. So we, we can't have that. So I think eventually they're going to figure this out, and a lot of it, a lot of this situation, it is kind of out of their control. But uh, consensus at the board of governor level is what's really been lacking for a long time within this league, within the CFL, and it's it might be rearing its ugly head again. So they have to get on the same agenda. Are you willing to play without fans for a certain amount of time, a short time, before being allowed to have some sort of attendance? So th- that's the question I would like to have answered. Michael Alley is a viewer of ours in Los Angeles. He says maybe one of the things being discussed is Redbird Capital putting funds up to help CFL kick off 2021 in a trade-off for a commitment to a merger. I'm sure that is part of it, Michael, but I also know CFL owners and governors well enough that they don't want to give up any control. They don't want to do that. They want the money, but they don't want to give up the control. And by the way, speaking of the XFL, Dave, what's the uh, Coles notes on your interview on the XFL Mark cast the other day. What, what, what was the summation of that visit? Well, they, first of all, uh, I'd say Reed and Paul were very interested in the nuances of the league and the history of the league and where the league is sitting at right now. Um, they both spe- spoke with a lot of respect and, um, and a lot of, uh, you know, had a lot of good things to say about the game itself. But then later in the interview, you hear, well, how can the CFL stand up to Dwayne Johnson and to and to Redbird Capital? I mean, you're broke. And I'm like, well, yes, but the one thing the CFL has over the XFL is they actually do have a league. They actually do have nine teams. They do have staffs on all teams, even though yes, it's been it's been cut back severely. They know how to operate a league. They've been doing it for a very long time. They have broadcast agreements. Um, they have a national rights holder with TSN. Uh, they know how to run a league, you know, as far as making money, they could use some help there. But overall, it was a fun conversation. Uh, I, I think they're, uh, I think uh, Reed was saying, Reed Johnson was saying their their podcast numbers have quadrupled since they've talked about uh, this possible merger. So, Rod, we can give ourselves a little pat on the back for that, you know, a <laughs> little, little credit yeah. there for helping, the, for helping their numbers. 
but uh, overall it was a, it was a fun it was a fun experience but uh, i sense there's there's some interest in this league from down there but i i don't know like at the end of the day like how much interest is there really like I heard the number $100 million for a TV deal. Do you realize that's worse if they merged for the CFL? You get $5.5 million now with TSN, you would, you, would, you would get that down to two. That would be a worse deal for the CFL. So, oh, I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's a lot about this that, that makes sense, but I don't think the league has done a good job. The CFL has done a good job of explaining why this needs to be done. Now, uh, saying that as well, the, the status quo does not, is not going to suffice anymore. But... I th- yeah. I, I also think there's a lot of fear with a lot of people, including myself, going, what, does this, what is this going to look like? And that, that scares the heck out of me. Well, the people like yourself deserve better than what you're getting, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, and why the CFL needs to merge with the XFL. I think that discussion's coming, Dave. I think that announcement yeah. is coming. Uh, we have to run, sir, but thanks, as always, for uh, coming on the support. And I'll say good luck to you and stay safe up there in the city of champions, my friend. Thanks, Roddy. Same to you, buddy. Take All care. right, Dave Dave Campbell from 630 Chad joining us here from the Edmonton broadcast crew. Before we break, Vancouver Canucks general manager Jim Benning is speaking as we speak about the team's COVID-19 outbreak. The team has confirmed that 25 players and coaching staff have tested positive for the virus and one additional player has been deemed a close contact. The Canucks have had six games postponed, and I see that he's said that it will be a quiet trade deadline for the Canucks and also nothing to report on the contract status of head coach Travis Green. No Canadian games in the NHL tonight. Seven All-American games, though. An all-New York battle, Subway Series, Rangers-Islanders. The Isles lead the East Division by two points over the Washington Capitals. Unreal what the Islanders have done. While the Rangers are sixth, Tristan Robbins scored once and set up three more as the Saskatoon Blades down the Prince Albert Raiders 5-3 in the Dub Hub last night. Colton Dak, Kal Krenkovic, Brandon Lazowski, and Caden Daly rounded out the scoring for the Blades to snap a three-game slide. How about Dallin Pikikut of the PA Raiders? One goal, two assists, one fight, four shots on goal. Kick and play. <laughs> What do you call that? A 10th round bantam pick, by the way, of Huntsies Raiders. Friday in the Dub Hub, Regina plays Brandon at 4 p.m., and me and Moose will be calling it. 8 p.m., Swift Current takes on Moose Jaw. The Pats game on Access Now TV, potentially uh, Connor Bedard's last game of the season with the Queen City Kids. And the Blue Jays look to snap a three-game losing streak tonight. The Jays host the Angels in the second game of a three-game set in Dunedin. Toronto is not named a starter as we sit here now. At least that's what it says. Angels going with lefty Andrew Heaney. This sports update for Dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. Visit today, Dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at G2GBars.ca. we got a face-off with Moose coming up next. Viewer takeover in overtime. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You want to add to this show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. And uh, Moose DuPont's here. Can we show the kid? Hey ho! Is your first appearance today? First appearance. How about that? I've been just smashing that? the vote button on uh, Hockeyville all day. Okay, Craft Hockeyville. Can we finally have Lumsden win Craft Hockeyville, Please. the first Saskatchewan team? Uh, Dan, oh my God, Dan, the situation Saravelli's watching right now on YouTube, and he's just written in from Philly. Darren, nice job winning the bracket pool. Can you tell the situation what I said? No, actually, this is what Darren said. Because I can't believe his accent's real, but it's real. I F that guy. I have been infatuated, Dan, with your Instagram story. I'm watching it, the Enterprise story, like it's every so day. Funny. And the TikToks, like, keep it up, do more, because I'm enjoying it. So, uh, uh, And it's so Philly. Dan, the situation, Saravelli. Frank Saravelli's cousin in Philly. 
They host the Enterprise Podcast. Go follow them on Instagram, as you're saying, and TikTok. It's, it's great. The yeah. situation. From Corey Mark, he says, my Rod Peterson bunny hug I ordered came today. Well, let's see a picture. Yeah. Come on. From Jeff Kabilis, thanks for the interesting drive from my home in La Brokerie to Winnipeg. LOL, wowzers. Oh, there was steam coming out of the screen, I'm sure, when you were watching in your office back there. It's just been a, not an uncomfortable day, but just a weird day. I just want to, I want to go home. Put my feet up for about 45 minutes and then go to the rink and just do the hockey. But you're not going to be able to do that because you have a Zoom call this afternoon. That's right. Uh, here's an interesting comment from the guy in Rochester who's been with us all day, the raging Dolphins maniac. Watches every day. He says, the NFL is a 12-month passion here. For those of us in the U.S., I think there is interest in a second football league. The alliance in XFL didn't fail as a result of fan interest, only lack of funds. I want to meet this guy someday. Can we get to Rochester? Would there be a reason to go to Rochester? Because I've been thinking about this. A lot. There is an appetite in America. Wally Buono framed it this way. For the way Canadians like hockey, Americans like football times 10. What Canadians like hockey. It's not just the NHL in this country. They love major junior. They love junior A. They love female hockey. They love university hockey. Right? It, this will work. The CFL-XFL thing, and, and this is where it's going. Anyways, we do face off three times a week. We face off for the ultimate fan zone, Musha, as you see, and the Mad Greek restaurant. He's good. He's good. And today we're facing off. And I don't know why this is in the news. Why is Lou Lamarillo's no facial hair edict with the New York Islanders? Why did it come up again? Yeah, the Islanders just acquired, among others, Kyle Palmieri from the New Jersey Devils, who came with the thick, big beard. And then the picture came, and I don't know that we have those, but the before and after shot of him with the beard and then the first day on the ice with the Islanders clean shaven. Because, you know, lose policy. If you're on the team, no long hair, no beards, unless it's the playoffs. Well, in the last year, you've sported all of those things. That's right. So I can only imagine (laughs) how you feel about the no facial hair edict with the New York Islanders. Clearly, folks, I don't have a problem with it because I've never had facial hair in my life. And save for a mullet in the 80s, I never had a long hair either. And here's why I don't have a problem with it. I know a certain junior team that has a very strict anti-marijuana policy. And they've had players and parents come to them and say, well, it's legal in this province. Sure, just not here. Thanks for your time. No, 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 no. We want to play here. Well, we're just saying it's legal. It's not legal on our team. Thanks for your time. See ya. You're welcome to put whatever policy within your company, within your hockey team, that you want. And if that includes no facial hair, no long hair, the exact same thing flies. I have no problem with it. Then go play somewhere else. It's fine. You just can't play here. Thanks for your time. You? I have to agree. I do. Like, it's worked. And then you go back to, well, he hasn't won a cup in 18 years or whatever. Whatever. But most of the general managers haven't won cups. (laughs) Right. right? And he's had now one of the most successful franchises. Um, what he's done without John Tavares, who was supposed to be the franchise cornerstone, and he was, and now you're having success without him, and you bring in the right coach. Even Barry Trotz had to shave, and he looks weird without the goatee, right? Yeah. Even the coach had to, had to shave, but it's part of the team. And you're not oppressing people by saying you can't have long hair and facial hair because, you know, playing in the, on a professional hockey team is not a right that anybody has. It's not a human right. It's It's a privilege. It's... A professional sport. You can go play somewhere else, right? Or, or These not. are our rules. This is our family rule. Yeah, and it's not barbaric, and it's not oppressing anybody, and it's not discriminating anybody in that regard. If it was the same thing in a different, you know, like in school or somewhere yeah. else where you have to go and you don't have a choice, then maybe it would be seem a little oppressive and a little barbaric, but not at hockey. I like it. We need more of this. So we agree on the face-off, which is totally fine. Yeah. Uh, from our viewers, John O'Flynn's watching. He says, solid show. Well in to all. North Vancouver is proud to look your way and appreciate your good works. Thank you, John, in North Vancouver. Jeff in Winnipeg says, lose cult. LOL. Call it a cult. Call it whatever you want. It's working. 
Colin in Ottawa. Yeah, we have different sporting cultures. Wish we love football a quarter of the way the Americans do, but it isn't realistic because hockey takes so much oxygen. From Rodney White in Melfort, he says, Lou is a GM genius. At least Paul Mary could keep his eyebrows. They're thick. From Stacy Champagne at Access Now, shave them sideburns, Mattingly. Whatever the hell that's that means. that's Monty know. Burns, Mr. Burns, the Simpsons when he has the ball team uh, from Mandy in Edmonton. She says, Rod said a viewer could, but they'd have to do something for it. What the hell is she talking about? She missed me. Oh, rock star of the day. OK, you're missing me. Somebody said viewers couldn't win it. Oh, OK. Hussey's Huddle says, thanks for all you do, Rod. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Hussey's Huddle. Thanks, Moose. See you in a couple hours in the dub hub. See you then uh, for our entire crew. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks to John Frenzy. Dave Soupy Campbell and the rest, and we'll see you Monday, uh, noon Eastern. By the way, Suds, go visit them this weekend. Record numbers at Suds Car Wash. Kirby's the Walter White of Regina. (laughs) (laughs) For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.